Hey there, welcome back to another episode of MVP Business, where we showcase leaders who live through their mission, vision, and passion. I'm your host, Steph Silver, owner of Vine Collective, a marketing, branding, and coaching agency that helps organizations and individuals to clarify their vision, sell more effectively, and rise to the next level. This episode is part of a local series focused on Wimberley Valley organizations in partnership with Wimberley Valley Radio and brought to you by Ozona Bank. Today's guest is Charlotte Edmondson, owner of Genesis Beauty. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So I brought you here today because I've heard so many good things about you and your service. We met at an Ozona Chamber of Commerce Halloween event, actually, and everybody said that you were fabulous and I needed to have you on the show. So thanks for coming in. You're so welcome. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about who you are and what you were up to. What led you to starting Genesis Beauty? Well, I am a mom, I'm a wife, and I have been an esthetician for 10 years. And what led me to start Genesis Beauty was I had been working in the field for a long time. And that's always been a dream of mine, just to have a spa on my own so that I can take care of people the way that I see fit. So what I like to do is I like to customize each facial to the person and what their skin needs. And also, I like to treat the skin from the inside out. So I look at the skin and I like to ask you questions like, what are you doing with your diet? Because a lot of things that are going on on the inside of your body reflect what's going on with your skin on the outside. So that was the main driven reason I wanted to start Genesis was because of that, because I found that in a lot of places that I had work, it was just only they wanted to take care of the skin on the outside. And like, oh, here goes the serum or here goes this wash. But it's a lot of things that happen on the inside and what you digest and What's going on? You might have an allergy to like gluten or something. All that shows out in the skin. So that was one reason. The second reason was Wimberley is just such a wonderful community. I've been in Wimberley for seven years and I just really wanted to be able to be of service to this community because I just felt that I just love it so much. When did you start Genesis Beauty? I started 2021, June 1st. Okay. So year into the pandemic. Did you know a lot of people already when you started it? How hard was it to start a spa? And where are you located? I'm located off of Ranch Road 12, right after Winters Mill Parkway. Depending on which way you come from, I am from right behind what used to be the wine and beer patio, Casa Vendemia. So I'm kind of tucked away, you know, so it's kind of hard to find me. But once you do find me, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, this is such a little quaint little place. You have a little view of the hill country and it's really nice. Like I get to look around and see nature. So it's just a little tucked away. But once people find it, they're like, wow, this is wonderful. And how was it starting a business? Actually, the community was very supportive when I first started. So I didn't have a problem with getting up and going and just running straight forward. The pandemic was still very much in effect, but I'm still taking all the necessary precautions with HEPA filters that are med grade in the spa 
and triple sanitizing everything with autoclaves and barbicide and all the things, alcohol. So going into that, it was very important for me to try and keep every person safe as possible. And did I know a lot of people? No. (laughs) When I first got here, like, I worked in the leading pair for a year and a half. So I knew a few people in the community. But when I started the spa, I didn't know a lot of people. But I joined the chamber. So I was able to meet a lot of people in business. And I've done a few publications. So that bought a lot of business to me that people like, oh, we didn't even know that you were here. I'm like, yes, please come let me pamper you. So the community has really just been outstanding and being supportive in my business and just let me love on them through my services and them loving on me just with the overwhelming support. Everybody's had such great things to say and it's just been really wonderful. That's fantastic. When you say you did some publications, was it advertising? Did you write? I'm curious because starting, especially like you said, during a hard time to get in front of people in a small town, not having a book of business already? Because some people, when they start a spa, they go from another spa and they bring half their business with them. Right. What was your most effective way of meeting new clients other than once you started doing a great job and getting referrals? Right. Well, actually, the chamber, I was on the radio with them. So that bought some business. And then in November of last year, I was on the cover of the Wimberley Living magazine. So that brought more business. And so once people got wind of those, like it's still been a year afterward and I still have people say like, oh, you were the girl that was on the cover of the magazine or like, oh, I remember hearing you on the radio and I'm finally here. So those (laughs) are a few. I also did a article for the San Antonio Voyage magazine and I just finished up a publication for a Canvas Revel, an article out of Austin as well at the end of October. And also the Welcome to Wimberley magazine as well. So from the beginning all the way up to now, those are all the publications that I've done. But what has worked the most is word of mouth. A really good thing that has worked well in the community for me It's just people just be like, oh, I love her. Go see her. And then they'd be like, oh, so-and-so sent me. So that is another thing that helped me a lot in business too, just old-fashioned word of mouth. What do you think makes you so passionate about skin and beauty? Well, when I was pregnant with my first child, I was a little bit stressed. First time mom and my hormones with the pregnancy were out of whack. So my skin showed that. And I was just wondering, like, how can I help myself? And then also being stressed, I was like, well, wait a minute. When I was pregnant, I had my first facial. I was like, maybe that's some way that I can help other people, too, because there's a lot of people that are stressed. There's a lot of people that had skincare problems and even teenagers. So that's one thing that made me wanted to help myself. I thought of others and how can I help them? So that's one thing that I was just like, yeah, maybe I can do that. And I was looking for a whole career change anyway, because when I had my son, I chose to stay at home with him. So I left being in the insurance industry after five years to be at home with him. So I was like, maybe that's something that I should move forward with. So I done the research, found a school. I went to the Veda Institute of Austin and got my esthetician's license 
And then from there, I just hit the ground running. I started out at the European Wax Center, did that for a few years because that was just like outer appearance, like beauty and just waxing. There is a lot of people that love to get waxed. It's a thing. So I did that for a while. And then I decided that I really just wanted to get into the spa side of things, actually helping people with their skin and making a difference in boosting somebody's confidence and actually helping with concerns and issues that they might be having. So that's what really kind of drove me into the beauty business was first, this is something I feel that I would really be good at because I really care about all my clients and the people that I see. It's not like I see you and it's like, okay, bye. Like if somebody say it, I'm like, oh my gosh, are they okay? What's wrong? Did something happen? So like once a person comes to my table, like I really do like want to take care of them. So I just feel that beauty is one thing, but taking care of people is another thing that I'm just, it makes me passionate about it. And when somebody feels good and they say like, oh my gosh, this made my day and I feel so good and I feel so relaxed and relieved and I'm excited to start my skincare journey, then it's like, okay, thank you. That's what really makes my heart smile. And like, I just feel like a warm and fuzzy feeling whenever people tell me that. I love that. And I've noticed that over the years, the difference between, and I haven't had a ton of facials, but even between facial massage, all the different things that one might do or could do to either relax, replenish. You can tell the difference between when someone's just going through the processes, do this, then do this, then do this, versus it's the same with therapy. Or like we had Rochelle from Hill Country Healing in here, and she started her business because she wanted to be able to sit down and talk similar to you and get to know what's really happening, not just like for you, it might be someone has acne or for her, someone has pain. Well, you don't just deal with that individual muscle. You kind of go in a little bit deeper. So what are some of the common issues? Do people come to you mostly for maintenance and general beauty? Or are there common issues that you see that people come to you for? It's all around encompasses everything. I see a lot of people for facials. That's the number one thing that people book in the spa. And I get some clients to come monthly if they're trying to treat a concern then I see them monthly or every other month. Then there's some clients that I see them every four months, like right after every season change. So like after summer, your skin is dry and dehydrated. Then they come to me and I replenish it or either after the winter, that's one. And then the other ones are, I do waxing, tint, brow tint. So then I have some clients that come to me every month for that. I see a few teenagers for acne issues. And I sit there and I talk to them. They have to be educated. And that's one thing that I do with all my clients, whether you're a teenager or, you know, if you're aging gracefully, I still educate because a lot of people just don't know where to start and what they're using might not be the best for their skin. I mean, there's millions of products and everybody says they're the best. And sometimes the most expensive is not the best or it's not best for your skin. Yes. Yes. And some things are 
can be more damaging to the skin than can actually be happening. And then some people will tell me like, well, the dermatologist said it's really good, but I'm like, it might be good for somebody, but it's just not good for you. So let's figure out what can work for you. Because I always like to ask people like, okay, is that working for you? If it's not broke, don't fix it. But if it is, then let's try to find something that's going to work for you because I like to create like we're partners. You can't just come to me and I do all the things and all the work and then you just go home and use the same stuff that's not helping you. So it's like if I'm going to do my part, you do your part, too. And let's be a team on this. If you have any questions, please reach out to me and let me know because we're a team. Let's work together if we're going to fix the concerns that you're having. That's another way that I like to approach things because that's just very important of the way that I like to treat the skin. Find out what's going on and then see how we can fix it. Because eventually, if you're coming to me every month for a concern, I want to be able to get you to a point where we are just only doing maintenance. And so I have other different machines to help with that. I have microderm abrasion, oxygen facials. I have microcurrent machine. So there's another, a couple of other options that I have in conjunction with all the facials that I do too. And some of them I've either put into a whole facial package so that you can kind of just get an overall view of everything too and how it treats your skin. So there is a whole bunch of things that I do in the spa and pretty much facials are number one. So talking with about facials, are there any particular types of products that you suggest people use or stay away from? We don't necessarily have to talk about brands, but there are all these serums or all the rage right now or all the acids just started coming into play like 20 years ago. And at first it was like, what? You're going to peel my whole skin? And the first time I had one, I'm like, oh my God, this is awful. I can't go in public. But they seem so much less intense now. The products have gotten better. But like you said, they're not necessarily good for everybody in every type of skin. So is there something in particular or like a type of product that you would suggest for people? I don't want to say ladies because gentlemen use all this stuff a lot as well that helps with overall, I don't know, the glow everybody wants or maintaining moisture levels, all that kind of stuff. Yes. Well, it really just depends on the person and their skin type. So if you have like dry skin, then you definitely would want to be using something with hyaluronic acid because hyaluronic acid, now you can find it in facial wash and a lot of serums out there because it helps to hold in the moisture a thousand times its weight of water. So like if you put it on, it's going to help whatever type of moisturizer that you're using. It's going to take all those moisture molecules and bind them to your skin and keep them there. Versus if you don't use something like that, your skin is just going to suck it up. So that's for dry skin. For oily skin, they want to stay away from hyaluronic acid, but they still want to moisturize with something light because Some people say like, oh, I have oily skin. I shouldn't use moisturizer. No, you should. Because if you don't, then your skin is going to be like, oh my gosh, I feel kind of dry. I'm going to overcompensate for the moisture that they're not giving me. And then that's how people end up excessively oily during the day because the skin is working overtime to produce moisture. And then for combination skin, they just kind of have to stay in the middle. So like a light moisturizer, 
But then in the nighttime, they might want to use something that's a little bit more nurturing to the skin, a little bit more heavy. It just depends on how their skin is taking in the moisture. With other acids and stuff, it just depends on what the person has going on. So if you have acne, there are certain acids that you would use. But then for some people's skin, those same acids you want to stay away from. So like, it's kind of like a question that it really depends on the person. You got to come in and talk to Charlotte. Yes, there's no really right or wrong answer. I just got to see. <laughs> Is it the same thing with diet? Are there any particular things you suggest that everyone generally stay away from or Sugar. use in moderation? Yeah. Sugar and dairy, especially if a person is having acne issues. Sugar and dairy is a number one thing because dairy can get inside the intestinal lining and just kind of cause a mucus buildup and then it purges through the skin. So that's one beer. Stay away from beer? Beer. Sorry, guys. Well, it's okay in moderation, but I see in some clients, beer can produce candida in the skin, which is a yeast. So candida loves yeast. It just feeds on it and it causes more of a problem and that can purge through the face and also the back. So in moderation, everything is okay, but all the time, mm -mm, that's bad. Yeah, because it's all about balance, right? And so yes. what if you put too much sugar or lactose or yeast? And that really comes down to yeast, because if you're eating too much yeasty foods, then it does the same thing, feeding the wrong bacteria in your body. Right. And some people, they have sensitivities to different types of things. And it also has some things to do with ethnicity, too. Some different ethnic groups react to certain types of foods differently. So that can create something in the system that can cause issues. So it's a whole spectrum of things that people could stay away from and should stay away from. But you just got to pick one thing at a time. And some people don't know. Make changes slowly, right? right. Both in your diet yeah, and in I'm your I'm not telling you just to get off the routine. wagon cold turkey. You can kind of wean yourself. But in that, drinking lots of water will help to flush the system. So water is always your best friend when it comes to skincare. I mean, it's amazing how like whenever you drink water and you stay consistent with it, how much your skin will clear up. You'll have a glow. So sometimes it's just as simple as being hydrated. Yeah, I think cleansing the system in general. So a couple of things have come up that I've been thinking about. One is the very first time that I decided I was going to purchase an expensive. I've been using like drugstore, grocery store, mostly products and makeup my whole life. So I got a skincare client. And I said, okay, I've got to test out some stuff and you kind of get to know it a little bit better. And the first thing I bought was a competitive product that was organic and natural. And they used herbs from the meadow that they grew. And I broke out like crazy. I was like, what? This is the most money I've ever spent on something. But my particular skin had a reaction. And it was like, it wasn't just acne. It was those really huge, painful. <laughs> oh, the cystic, yeah. Oh, it was awful. I didn't know what it was at first because I thought, surely it can't be this expensive product that I purchased. So then getting to know the ingredients in your products and paying attention is the same thing with your body and with the cleanse. So 
a lot of people think that a cleanse is like you have to go on this 10-day thing and it's really, like you said, intense. So if I can't have any sugar, any alcohol, any carbs. But if you think about it a little differently and say, I'm going to drink as much water as I can, eat some more greens than I'm used to, maybe have some bone broth or slow down on the carb intake. (laughs) Right. Just good dietary choices can help a whole lot because like you said, doing like a detox is good. I would totally recommend that every six months or so or like a whole year. But if you are making good dietary choices, that will take you a long way and you will feel so much better and your skin will reflect it. And people take supplements too to help with that. So even taking different supplements to help your liver or your gut can also help with the overall appearance of your skin too, because it's all from the inside It reflects what goes on on the outside. I know that you said everything's pretty much individual, and I just said that as well. But are there any particular supplements or brands or products that you do tend to recommend on a regular basis other than drinking water? Right. Well, it just depends on the person and what they need. Some of my clients is I have Osmosis MD, and they specialize in skincare and supplements. It's the only line that I carry in my spa because I feel like it's the only one that really works. It's like a holistic med grade line. And for that reason, it works in conjunction with the skincare products that I recommend to the people. So they have Seabuckthorn supplements, they have oils, they have, well, oils that you can like digest and help the gut and dietary pills and capsules that help to clear up the skin. It has a lot to do with the immune system, getting that straight. So there's a lot in the supplements that I carry in the spa that will help a whole bunch of different things for one person because usually one person was like, okay, well, I'm just only going to take this sea buckthorn and I'll be okay. But sometimes you need a little bit more of something else to combat an overall issue that a person's having. So that's one thing that I recommend is just finding what will work for the person because assigning one supplement is kind of hard to do. Yeah. And I think one of the things that a lot of people don't think about is that your outer appearance reflects your inner health. So I like that you are thinking about it from both sides and communicating with your clients about it on both sides because it is Beauty is not just an external thing. It's both affect each other. Correct. Yes, it is. It goes a long way because, like I said, once you start doing things on the inside, you will notice that you feel great. And then what comes with that is the skin will start to get better. And I mean, it's just like me and my clients. This is teamwork. The body, the inside and the outside, they're a team too. And most clients will... Like, I'll ask them questions when I'm doing their facial. I'll be like, so have you been staying away from sugar? They're like, I'm not going to lie to you because I know that you can already see. I'm like, yes, ma'am, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) So, like, it will tell on you. So it's always just good just to notice how you're feeling and then go from there. Because if you ignore how you're feeling on the inside and what your body is doing, It will definitely tell you on the outside. They're like right, like a couple of steps within each other. 
How do you think your business so far has met or exceeded or not quite met your expectations? I feel like it has met my expectations. Of course, I always want to do more, but I have to tell myself, you're only one person. Like, you're a solo esthetician. You're the only person. There's only so much you can do right now. You make the appointments, you answer the phones, you do the facials. But meeting my expectations, I feel like it has because I've been able to help so many people. And a lot of clients are very happy with the work that I do. And like I said, when they feel good, then it makes me feel good. So I feel like I am doing my job when it comes to the overall spectrum of things, because that's why I started the business. And the first year, it was thriving. So I'm very happy about that. And going into the second year in business, I'm six months away from being two years. And it feels good to know that I'm still here. I didn't give up on myself. And people still believe in the work that I'm doing. So I feel like I have met my expectations, but there's always going to be more with me. I'm always thinking of more ways that I can help people and more things that I can add to my menu because like once I get skincare, then it's like, okay, so what else can I do to help somebody? Whether it's emotionally, physically, what other services can I do to help a client with whatever they may be dealing with? Do you imagine yourself, your vision for the future, do you imagine yourself partnering with or hiring either other estheticians or other health practitioners like massage or acupuncture, all those different things that kind of align with the spa and what you're doing? Yes, maybe. I'm kind of just taking it one step at a time. I like it just being me. But like I said, I know at some point in time, I won't be able to do all the things because I don't do massage. So I have a lot of, well, not a lot, just only a few massage therapists that I recommend that one is here in Wembley, another one is in San Marcos. So I refer my clients to them for massage because I feel that that's important too, because I can't do it. I mean, I give a mean facial massage, neck and shoulders, I got you. But when it comes to the whole overall body, I can't do that. So I think in the future, I will be partnering with them on like special days like Valentine's Day or something, special other events that we might put together. But becoming like a whole spa that does that, I don't know just yet. I haven't quite figured out if I want to be that big yet. Yeah. Well, let's talk also, this is a good time to mention that you are a mother. How many children do you have and what are their ages? two children. One is seven and one is 12. I also have three dogs, five chickens, and a husband, and a garden. So (laughs) I stay very busy. So yeah, like I try to stay present because whenever I started my business, I do want to be of service to the community, but I always put my family first. So if my children are out of school, I will not be in the spa because I wanted to have that time to always be with them and share that time with them because when I'm working and when they're in school, there's all the rest of the things going on. 
So if I can have that off time whenever they have the off time and we go do stuff together, then that's my time to be there with them. So that's always been very important to me. That's one thing that I told myself that I was going to do once I started my business, because whenever I worked for other people, they didn't allow that. I had to always be on the job. And there's just been so many things that I've missed in the past with my family and stuff because I was working for other people and they told me, no, you can't go. So that's one thing that I always will always put first is I have to always be there for my family. So I'm sorry if my availability is very not so much, but my family time is super important to me. I love that. And I do the same thing. And every once in a while when I'm in a business panic and I think like, oh, maybe I should just get a job. I think, no way, I can't pick up my kids at three and go on the, all the field trips with them and run to the river whenever I want to. Because we are here in Wimberley, there's so many wonderful nature things. And I did the same thing where I worked for someone else and I missed a lot of time and years. And we lived in Austin and I was doing the city thing where the kids were in daycare from like 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. And my kids were like, they think back now and they say, that school was so awful. They didn't close for Christmas or summer. I'm like, yeah, they were bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to explain to them now that mom and dad worked, but that was a choice that we made then. And now I'm making a different choice. And it's harder financially, but it's so much better to know. I'm like, this is, we just have this little pocket of time where they're going to be home. And when they get sick and all those kinds of things, right, it's nice yeah. to have the flexibility and not have to have a shift cover or right, get or permission. Am I going to get fired? Yeah, the extra stress. Yeah. Yes. Sorry to take this aside, but one of the things that I found really heartwarming and eye-opening when I started my own business and I moved to Wimberley, I realized that all of my customers and vendors were so much more understandable and understanding of family and time. Like the kids would be home and I'd say, oh, I'm sorry, I have to bring the kids with me to this photo shoot. And they're like, oh, great. And I'd go and they'd have brownies and water guns waiting for them. (laughs) I know. I'm like, oh my gosh, not only are you understanding, but you're accommodating and you're excited. So that was a huge shift for me to see that I wasn't the only person that was caring about my family time. Yes. And I feel like that's a great part of being here in Wimberley because The people here are very family oriented and very much a community. I grew up in a small town. Like my graduating class was 74 people. Mine was 12. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So you understand, like you have that whole like everybody knows everybody and you're very much a community. But then you move to the big city and you're just a number. And that was even in the schools that my children went to. My children were just a number. So when we moved here to Wimberley, it was very much like people said hi. And I was like, wow, people are saying hi to me. I was like, wow, they see me. It was like really, really great. And then whenever I started my business in those times when children are sick or the weather is bad, I can't get out of my house because I'm flooded in. All the clients are like, oh, no, it's perfectly fine. Take care of your babies or like, no, you be safe. It's okay. We'll reschedule. So it's really, really a relief to be in a community with people that understand that life happens and that's okay. We will reschedule. 
and they'll be all right. Or either like, well, I got to bring my daughter to your brow appointment. It's okay. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. So I don't do that all the time. They're not there in the spa hanging out all the time. But during the summertime when there's no school and my husband, he has his own business too. So it's like, okay, so what are we going to do? So I have, you know, longtime clients that have been with me since I've been at other spas. They're like, oh, yeah, bring them along. It's okay. So my children will sit in the corner, won't make a peep while I do my job. And everybody's like, wow, your kids have grown. So I have a lot of clients that have seen my kids from my daughter when she was one and now she's seven. And when we first moved here, so... It's really a great feeling to be a part of a community that is so understanding like that. Absolutely. And then that leads to another question. So you're a mother of two. We just kind of ran down a lot of the things that you run or are as a woman kind of in charge of for the most part. How do you handle expectations or burnout? What do you do to take care of yourself? Oh, man. (laughs) Do I? (laughs) I try to designate time for myself. Whenever my children are at school, I try to take out just a moment for a little self-meditation. I feel like most of my meditation I get to do at the spa because I don't have my dogs there. And like my spa that I've created, I feel like the energy that's there, it just feels just so serene. So it's like before all my appointments, I take that moment to reset before I come in contact with people so that my energy is good and I'm okay before I take on everybody else for the day. So I just take a few minutes, whether it's 10, 15, sometimes I get 30, which is nice. So meditation is one thing I do. I take walks, go and walk the dogs because the Lord knows they need it. <laughs> and, and you do too. <laughs> and I That's do one of the too. things about dog. I don't have a dog right now, but they do force you to get outside and yes. move around. And then so once kids, I do that, you different. get to take in beautiful Wimberley. Like I'll go to Blue Hole and it's just like, wow, this is really nice. Being one in the whole space with nature all the time. It's just like, yeah, I really needed this. And sometimes I get away. I take a mommy staycation. Like I will just go and check into, I'll tell my husband, like I'm feeling really burnt out and I just need just a moment to myself. And he'll say, okay. And I will go and I'll book a room at a hotel here in Wimberley and just have a night where I can just reset myself. And until I feel like, okay, I'm good because I can only be so much for my family and my clients if I don't take the time to take care of myself. So those are a few things that I like to do. Most people say, well, who does your facials? Nobody. And me. Like getting facials are a thing that I can do. But really, those few things that I just listed are the things that really help me reset myself so that I'm in a good space for everything that I have to do. I love that you have that getaway. I think a lot of people are afraid to do it. Some people don't have the finances, of course, but even taking a few hours, like you said, to walk the dogs or I realized when I was working at the agency in Austin that even just walking outside and taking a deep breath right before a call 
Like I wasn't in the space where I could meditate yet. Like as soon as I sat down, I'd have a panic attack. And, I don't have 10 minutes. <laughs> so I said, well, okay, I can afford a deep breath. And then I realized how much that changed my day, changed the call, changed the meeting, whatever it was. And I thought, okay, if just one deep breath makes a big difference, then what about five deep breaths or getting myself into a calm space while I'm on the road or whatever it might be. And all those little bitty changes, then you realize that the five minutes or the 10 minutes or the 30 minute walk are life changing. Yes. And it always comes back to the breath. It's funny because like sometimes I'll be doing things and I'll get kind of like, okay, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. And then like good old Apple, my Apple watch will be like, hey, you could really use a reset and relax. Would you like to take a one minute breath? I'm like, no, I don't want to take it right now. Don't do it. Stop. Leave me alone, Apple. (laughs) But then it comes back like five minutes later. It's like, hey, wouldn't you like to take a deep breath? I'm like, all right, let's do five minute breathers. (laughs) It's like my watch even reminds me like, you have to take time for yourself. Let's take a few deep breaths. It'll be okay. It's like, all right, Apple. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. (laughs) It's interesting. The things that we take for granted the most are the things that we need the most. So you mentioned water earlier, and then now we're talking about breath. And I know that you're an esthetician. People are wanting like all these great skincare secrets and tips, but it really all does come down to overall health at the root of it, right? Yes. And you cannot have overall health without a sense of calm and clean, pure water, which not everybody has in our world has the benefit of, but most of us here in this community are blessed with not having any issues right now, as long as it keeps raining. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, I just kind of want to put an emphasis on that, that yes, we can look at the things that we can reduce and we can exercise more and we can add this and that, but really at the core of all of it, it's taking time, breathing deeply because we all have it of short abbreviated breathing. And the more stressed we get, the less oxygen we're actually circulating through our whole bodies. And so breath and water are the core of everything. So if you can't afford the expensive serums and the hyaluronic acids and to go see anybody that you need to, but especially Sharla, there are things that you can do really very easily to increase that glow. Yes. And We're very fortunate that we live by, well, the river or what's left of it right now. But the river here is very healing. And it's partially spring fed too, which makes it even more healing. Yeah. Yes. So like a moving source of water is it does so much for the soul, period. I mean, I know it's hard to kind of get access to the river here, but if you know somebody that you can go and have river time, just put your feet in the water, take a couple of breaths, and you will be amazed at how amazing you feel after you take that time for yourself to just go and do that. Always take time for yourself because you know what? You deserve it. Yeah. And at the end of a decade, you're going to be sad that you didn't. Yeah. And especially with everything with COVID, it makes you realize that everybody was very stressed at that time. So now that the world is back moving again, it's still very important to take that time for yourself because look what we just all came out of and now we're here. But in order to stay in the right mind frame, you always have to take care of yourself in the way that you see fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's great advice. 
So we talked about not necessarily wanting to grow. Do you have any thoughts or visions about what your business or your balance of business and personal life will bring over the next five to 10 years? Well, I won't say I won't grow. (laughs) I'm just saying just right now, I would like to kind of just stay small because I just really like that intimate time with all my clients stuff, just being one-on-one with each and every person. But in the five to 10 years, we might grow. And I just want to focus on, just like I said, just bringing more services to Genesis Beauty Company that will help people and more people that I meet in the community. I would like to partner with them to help to bring more services to clients. Because once we start from organs and stuff, for me, like the look of it is like the overall body, spirit, mind type of thing, too. So I would like to dig more deeper into that as well over the next five to 10 years, because that's another thing that is important to me is energy healing in the body and stuff. So I think that that's one direction that I would definitely love to focus on in the future. Me too. Let's talk about it. What's been the greatest challenge that you've had either in these last few years of business or one that you would like to talk about the challenge that you've overcome or are working through? It's like, I know it's there. Where is it? (laughs) We have them. Yes, we do have them. Actually, like what we just talked about, making time for myself, because it's always just me wanting to focus on everyone else and my family. And I kept on just telling myself, you're okay. You're fine. You're okay. Keep on going. You're fine. But I I feel like that was a challenge for me was actually being like, hey, no, you need to stop and you need to make time for yourself because it was so hard for me to do that. With the business, just spreading the word that I was here. Like even with some of the publications and stuff, I've gotten a lot of business, but I still meet people today, like this morning, And they're like, I didn't know you had a business here. Just finding different ways to just let the community know that like, hi, I'm here. Don't forget about little old me. Come see me. (laughs) So that's just been one thing that was hard. But I just know that I have to make myself more present in the community. But it's just kind of like I said, I put my family first. So that might be why people don't know that I am here because I'm always busy with the family. But I feel that sooner or later, I'm just in my second year of business. People will find out about me. They definitely will. And like I said, people say great things and word of mouth is everything in a business, especially in that kind of business. Yes. What advice would you have for someone who is thinking about starting their own business and following a passion project, but not quite over the edge yet. Do it. (laughs) Just do it. Just do it. It took me 10 years because I was just like, no, I got to do this, this, that, that, this, this, that, 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 that. Make sure everything's in line. And once COVID hit, it was just like, well, what are you going to do? Because during the time when everything else was opening back up, I couldn't go to work because I had children at home. So I had to stay at home with them for a full year. So I told myself, you know what, once at the end of this year, you're going to open up your business and you don't have a choice but to because what are you going to do? Go work for somebody else. Like, do you want to do that again? You want this? It's time to go do it. So I homeschooled them for a year. And then after that year, they were ready to go back to school. And I was like, all right, mom's going to go to work. Mom's going to do it. 
And it's all about you making that jump because there will always be things in your head to be like, oh, am I ready? I don't know. But that's just fear. And you can't accomplish any great thing as long as you have fear. So fear is just, you just got to set that aside and do it. And then once you do it, you will find that all these doors open that you don't even expect that were going to just happen for you because you finally decided to do it. Mm -hmm. Just jump. Just do it. Mm -hmm. It's time. Do it. (laughs) Yeah, I find that there are kind of multiple different types of business owners. When people are on that edge, some people get stuck in the planning and they have to have everything lined up and perfect. And then others just say, I want to do this thing. And they just jump and do it. And then there's those in the middle. I'm a kind of in the middle person. I like to plan. But also what I find interesting is that no matter how much you plan, it doesn't quite work out. So you can't rely on having every single I dotted and T crossed and thing in line and partner in place. You obviously do your work, but Sometimes you just have to have faith in yourself and in the universe. Yes. And if it doesn't work out one way, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's all a learning process. <laughs> Get back up, tweak it a little bit, try it again. Just don't ever give up. Just keep on pushing and keep on going because eventually it's going to work out the way that you want it to work out. But you got to do it if you want it to work. To figure out what doesn't work, right? right. You have to start. Mm-hmm. What are you most proud of? That I did it. Yeah. (laughs) That I did it. Because like I said, it's always been a dream, but I always told myself like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then it's like, yeah, if it's your dream, how are you going to say that you don't want to do it? You know you want to do it. So do it. Listen to what's in your heart. Right. So I did it. Yeah. Good job, girl. Thank you. It was a really big thing for me because I would always make excuses. Well, I can't because of this. And what about that? But the fact that I did it and I'm still doing it no matter what, it feels good. So I'm like, good job, Charlotte. Pat yourself on the back. Definitely. Well, and that's a good point because once you jump, once you start doing that thing, it's easy to be like, okay, now I got to do and I got to do and I got to do. And sure, I got to take my five minutes of breath and I have to take care of my kids and all of that. But then you're constantly, this is me, looking at how can I do differently and better and change and all of that kind of stuff. And it's really hard to look back and say, oh, wow, you did it. Good job. Wherever you are, At least you took those steps. And acknowledge it because there's always going to be ups and downs with anything that you do, whether you're working for somebody or whether you're in business for yourself. But the fact that you did it and that you keep on going and you continue to do it, that's the thing to be very proud of because you didn't give up. If you give up, then why'd you even do it? Yeah, or maybe it is time to give up on the exact thing that you started, but it's time to start something new new or like you tried it and it didn't work. So now what's next? Right, because a lot of things for some people can be seasonal. Life seasonal, right? Yes, life seasonal, because like this is what works for this time, but... You know what? I think that it might be time to step foot in this new direction that is kind of nudging and calling my name. Like, hey, hey, I'm over here. You want to come over here? Let's see what this is about. And you're like, I don't know. I got this over here. Can't do it right now. They're like, come on, just do it. Just come on over here. It'll be fun. Then you finally decide to go over there like, hey, 
this is a party over here. I like this. They're like, see, I told you, just come on over. It'll be fine. So like making that decision to like stop one thing and start another one. Yes, it can be scary. But if you continue to work at that one thing that you feel in your heart that you're supposed to be doing, it's going to be all fine in the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's about listening to what's in your heart. Yes. I love that. Thank you so much for joining me today. Where can people find you? They can find me online at www.genesisbeautyco.org. I am also on Facebook, Instagram, and also just around about town. I'll be walking around. <laughs> if you see me, say hi. Yeah, she likes it. Say hi. I heard you on the podcast. It's nice to meet you. Always come and say hi. I like to meet people. So that's where they can find me. And then my location is at 700 West Summit Drive here in Wimberley. Mm -hmm. So everybody make your appointments. I think this episode will air either end of December, early January. So we'll be right around when that big cold starts to roll in and the the temperatures are wacky all over the place. So your skin (laughs) is going to be too. (laughs) Yes. And it's be after the holidays. So come and de-stress with me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. Drink your water. Take a deep breath and then go see Charlotte. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a lot of fun. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. And thank you for listening. If you liked it, tell your friends. Follow us on Instagram or LinkedIn. The mission of MVP Business is to dig deep into the lives of true leaders so that others can follow, knowing that the path isn't always easy, but the journey is worth it. So enjoy the day and live with passion. 